Hello, welcome to the Pregnant with Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Regina Hassan, and this is a podcast for people who are 60 plus who are living out or looking for their God-given purpose. We come to celebrate or encourage them. How's everyone doing today? Listen, today's show, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about living out your purpose and living out your legacy, creating and building a legacy. Most people 60 plus retire in the great state of Florida. But my next guest, Mr. Danny Fleury, has been living out his God-given purpose while building a legacy of service. Hey, Danny. Hey, Regina, how you doing, boy? I'm so, doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for being, being with me today. Yes. It's a joy to be uh, with you. And we're here. I'm in Florida. You in Houston? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, let me just go over a little bio on you, Daniel, okay? Okay. Uh, you, you know, you born in Brooklyn, New York, native New Yorker, uh, and you served some time in the military, correct? That's correct. And we, it's safe to say that you had no idea that God was setting you up at that That's, time. No yeah. idea at all, right? Hey, set back for a setup. <laughs> right, set back for a setup. <laughs> That's right. Danny, you have had several occupations from carpet cleaner to drug counselor, uh, from uh, uh, FedEx driver to a uh, tractor trailer uh, mm-hmm. uh, driver as well. Yeah. Um, you also um, you also have worked with Continental Airlines, right? Yeah, it's United mm-hmm. Airlines now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It sure is. And you were uh, you worked uh, on the ramp. You worked in customer service, and you also worked in sales with uh, yes. Continental Airlines, right? Yes. Then you retired in two thousand and four from Continental. From Continental, yeah. Now you may think that now you may think that Danny's story ends here, but Danny found out quickly that there is no retirement in God's kingdom. Danny now resides in Riverview, Florida with his lovely wife, Carla, of 22 years. Congratulations, Danny. Uh, Danny has six children, 14 grandchildren, and five Mm great-grandchildren. And for a test later on, I may make them name every single one of them. Every single one of them. Hey, when they finish having them, I'm going to do that again. I'm going (laughs) to... So... uh, He's a man who is truly, truly blessed. Uh, may I uh, present to you my friend, Mr. Danny Fleury. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Danny, I, I hope I did you justice. I know there's a lot more to you than just a little uh, part that I read, Danny, because you are a man who has always been uh, driven by something. I, I've, I've never thought of you as someone who would... Um, who would just retire and not uh, be servicing or not doing some type of service? I've, I've never seen you to be that type of person. I don't know if that's what your plan was, but um, uh, tell me a little bit about your upbringing in New York, uh, Danny. Well, it, you know, you know, New York is New York, but I, I like to take a minute here to talk about my parents. My, my, my father was a West Indian immigrant, so he came to this country. And my mother uh, was born and raised in uh, New York City, but her parents were from the islands. 
So I was raised with a Wall Street banker mother. And uh, um, when my father left the island, they had to look for work in different places because there was no work in the islands. So that part of him was more of a connection person. So if you went to Aruba here, so the connection part of me and uh, uh, he did tunnel construction. That was a family business, not a family business, but a union, father and son. So, you know, it was like mining. So, you know, when you're down there in that mine, it's like, you know, you got to be a real man. Ain't no like you're going to be down there. And then my mother was more mental. So um, that's the system that I come out of. And I, and, and growing up in New York, um, I le- you know, you learn early on, you got to have different streams. We didn't know it was revenue streams. Then we were just hustling, you know, selling cassette tapes, doing this. Um, but my mother on the education side, she sent us. She sent me to a Catholic school, and you know, I, I, I you know, I just didn't color was inside the box, you know, and so that, um, uh, that led me to go to uh, a public school, and I had a lot of challenges in school, um, but overall, being raised in New York City and being raised from the West Indian culture that I had, it was always about they left the islands, they came to the into with nothing. And they created something. And so that's given me, you know, from day one. And my father used to take me to a, to see his father in the cemetery. And he would always tell me, man, you're carrying a seed. I, you know, I'd be coming from a party or something. He'd take me to the cemetery at 6 o'clock in the morning on a train, talking about when we in front of my grandfather's grave, you carrying the seed. He carried it for me, now you carrying the seed. It didn't register then. But right. when, you, when I add up what has happened in my life and look back, you know, go right. back, back it over, um, that's where, that's the genesis of it. Okay. Okay. So, you know, Danny always put me in the mind of, uh, I don't know, if you're 60 plus, you do remember that was a show called In Living Color. In uh, Living Color. Back in the day. <laughs> and, you know, they used to do this spoof about a, a, a West Indian or a Jamaican family. They used to do a, a, a spoof about this family from the islands. And these people had multiple jobs, man. And, you know, like the daughter of the family, she would bring her boyfriend home. And the daddy, his first question was, you know, how many jobs you have, mom? And, uh, you know, if they said something like, you know, well, I work two jobs. Like, oh, you lazy bum. Go do two jobs. You know, so. Daddy always put me in the mind of the Headley family. That was that was their name, the Headley family. Hey, so, hey, a, a funny joke to that, Regina, is my father, he, he said to me one time, he said, oh, little boy, look for work. You want to sit down home? I said, Dad, I'm only nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Headleys. That was the Headleys, Danny. Okay, uh, so I, like I said, I know it's much more uh, to your bio. We just had a we just have a limited amount of time. Okay. But can you take us back uh, when you received uh, that diagnosis, Danny? That okay. uh, was part of the change that happened in your life. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it connects. I was, you know, I was in the when I was in the military. I was in the military from 1970 to 1972. I was at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. It was is the elite, you know, ranges and all that. I wasn't that, but so for a summary or another, I was at Fort Bragg. So I guess 50 years ago, I don't know why they had me at Fort Bragg, but, um, and I got um, uh, um, generally, generally discharged. And we know now after 40 years and finding out 
I had hepatitis C. Mm. And in 2010, you know, in 2010, um, I got diagnosed with cirrhosis of a liver. And a good friend of mine, uh, Derek Johnson, he, he shared with me, he, we, we, we shared the same uh, illness, and he shared with me, he said, D, go get a, you, you got to get a biopsy. I got the biopsy, did I social love a, go get a second opinion. I go to University of Florida. Uh, Dr. Nelson is there. He says, man, this didn't happen five years ago. It takes 30, 40 years for this to thing. Long story short, um, I never thought about going back and looking at the military because I was shamed because I got out, you know, how I got out. But mm-hmm. I found out when, when we did find my military wrecks, all of that, they had been testing me the whole time, the two years I was in the military. So I had to then prove that, hey, you gave it to me. You, you, the, you the process. So that happened in 2013. You know, I was able to successfully um, uh, with the VA. They awarded me a, a, a benefit for, for the liver disease. 2015, um, I had jackknife a truck a truck. And with liver disease, you, you can get encephalopathies where uh, ammonia can go to your brain, blah, blah, blah. Twice, once I jackknifed the truck and another time they, I uh, ran into three cars. So they said, we don't think you need to be driving, Danny. Right. So <laughs> stop me from driving. So, um, and then they awarded me 100% permanent travel district. So now you got this Danny who really was fighting it. And like my, my God said, why are you fighting that, man? I'm trying to give you some manna so you can go do what I need you to do. Right, right. So, so my wife and all of them said, okay. So anyway, long story short, the financial burden, because VA, you know, uh, finance, and I retired from the airlines, I retired from United Food. So that financial piece wasn't there no more. And somewhere along the line, it hit me. Man, I want to start doing what I used to you know what I always wanted to do, you know. Right, right. And um, so, yeah. So basically, what you're saying is that through that all that experience that you have, that was a negative, and God turned it into something good because they end up giving you full benefits. So yeah. now you are financially stable. Yes. To be able to uh, to be able to serve out the purpose that you feel like that God had given you, right? Yes, that's okay. 100%. So, so Danny. Um, How'd you come up with the idea about the, um, I mean, I think it's obvious, but how did you come up with the idea about starting the uh, nonprofit? Well, when I, I, I was driving the truck before, you know, I was still driving the 18-wheeler. And when I found, God bless, and shout out to Military Disability Made Easy. It was a website back then, 2013. And it, it had all the data to, 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 for you to successfully file a claim. So I, you know, I'm a research person. So I, I researched and really did my own claim. Mm-hmm. I walked through that and, did, and got to the 100% on my own with no. And so when I did get the 100%, you know, we we grew up with working with others. So I said, you know what, man, I can I can put this on a website and and and, and that would be a link that I can send anywhere in the world. And if any if a veteran is in you know, wants to file a claim in Georgia. He don't need to see me. He can go to the link and, and I can FaceTime him and share. Him. And right. so that's what God moved me to that. Um, Cause you got to have the tools, you know, you can't, you, have, you know, how you going to get out there. But um, I started that, but really what um, started pushing the issue. Um, I, I went to the crossing church and I had been driving, um, 
and wasn't I wasn't going to church on Sundays. I'd be probably in Miami somewhere. And anyway, when I got started going to the crossing church and I saw these guys greeting and I said, man, I didn't do that. I didn't even ask them, can I be a part of it? I just started doing it. And and um, uh, I started going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, man, I see, I see you, I see you. I'm gonna start showing you some signs. So once he showed me, wow, man, you took me back 40 years to give me a blessing. That couldn't be nobody else but you, because there's many who tried to get it. Right. And um, now I got to give back. I got to do service work. I got to do what I got to do. And so um, I started doing that with the church, and I got that was exciting. That was that was the start of the movement, the journey. And from there, uh, I wind up uh, uh, doing the site. And for a long time, we would have guys if they was in Houston, they could go on the site. And if they, you know, you know, got a snag, because Vietnam era veterans, they would give up easy because the back then in the in the 80s and 90s, the veteran administration wasn't as amenable as it is now. Right. So those guys had a, a you know, they had a a a, 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 a block. A block. Resistance. And, right. Yeah. One of the things that we were able to do was to help them say, hey, listen, man, there's no constant patient here. Did I say constant? I'm sorry. It, it, it is here. You need to come on and work. Um, come in here and get the benefit. And believe it or not, Regina, I, I mean, hundreds of people got benefits that not only did medical benefits, but financial benefits too. Um, so, Danny. So that's my next question. Well, how many? Um, how many uh, veterans? And you just really answered it. I was, I was going to ask you how many uh, veterans do you think you were able to? to help out uh, um, with the, uh, with this uh, nonprofit? Hundreds, Regina. I mean, because at the time, and, you know, when people go on the side, you know, it was, it was just constructed that you, if you knew what happened in there and you knew what code to go get, it was all, it was an easy process. So guys were coming out of the military. Matter of fact, I would say hundreds, but I had two, two guys I remember uh, 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 Jeff, they came out and I was helping them. And that's what they were 40 years old. That's what helped them to, with this social media piece. They started teaching me the social media piece. And I started <laughs> teaching them how to get their parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to go get a refresher. Call them up and get your refresher. <laughs> Look here, Danny. I was about to call you Peter uh, earlier, you know. Peter, man, just just do what Jesus say, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Danny, so uh, you you got that started, and some other things took place before we get to uh, the legacy part. But there were some other things took place. Yeah. Uh, uh, you say in 2016, uh, by virtue of Governor Rick Scott, you were elected and served a four year term on the board of supervisors. Parkway Center community and development district ending on 11, 16, 2020. Yeah. So uh, that, that, that must've been, that must have been a uh, uh, prestigious honor to be able to serve in that capacity uh, for this, uh, for this center Parkway center. Right. Yeah. It's a, think of it as a county commissioner in Houston. Florida okay. has, 
Florida has uh, what they call community development district, small communities, and then uh, throughout the whole state of Florida, and then it's like a municip municipality. So you're okay. responsible for lights, you know, just like a, a regular right, city. exactly. Uh, so, that then, so, so you got into the the politic game now. Uh, <laughs> so you also say in 2018, the compliance board member for Brandon Veterans Hall. Yeah. You were uh, a compliance board member? Yeah, my um, uh, Brandon Veterans Hall, it really did in my heart. It's still there. It was donated in 1972 by Ralph and Hilma McIntosh. It's a building that has served veterans for years. Mm -hmm. um, but like anything else, man, as uh, the the star players of, of of the organization get older, you know, you know, you don't get the participation, and they was in a transition period with that, and mm -hmm. so I came in, and my responsibility was to kind of get it, you know, to get the documents right, make sure all of it, everything was on on task, and so we labeled that preparation for the next generation as Vietnam era veterans. You know, we're on the front row and right. the guys behind us are coming up. So our responsibility, what we come up with was that we would get the hall together. We get all the different, you know, like, you know, like redoing an old house. Mm -hmm. And we did that fun. You know, it took four years. But if you was to see the hall now and and uh, like I always tell the guys, Hey, if Home Depot want to see our documents, send it to them electronic. Oh, they work is an audience. But it was a, it was truly a blessing, and um, um, they honored that board by putting the plaque on the on the on the front door preparation for the next generation. Um, oh, great! I was truly, and I'm still involved with it. I mean, I'm uh -huh. I'm like. Um, uh, Joseph, in that in that situation, I tell him, listen, y'all move this hall, y'all take my bones with you. You know, I was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, so now, Danny, let's uh, uh, let's talk about uh, the YMCA. Okay, tell me about your involvement with that, and uh, we definitely okay. want to talk about what's coming up. Okay. Uh, well, uh, uh, what's coming up? Yeah, the the why the why was a true blessing to me, man. Um, when I was, you know, when um, what is what is one of my daughters say? Uh, you're a slashy dad. You know, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. So the why was the next thing. You know, she's a millennial, so that's I'm slashy. I, yeah, I have multiple stuff. You got multiple stuff now too. So you're a slashy. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Um, when I was doing the district, um, um, but, um, uh, we were building a, uh, amenity center and now, um, politics is a, <laughs> it's a brutal game, man. So, yeah. I, so put it as my Joshua story, right. And, um, um, where you have to be strategic and all of that stuff. So, so when I was doing that, you know, you, that's a, a whole mental picture. We were building an amenity center, $2.5 million. You know, it was a lot of money involved, all that. Um, the why was like kind of like a refuge to me. And when I went there, you know, I lost like, I was like 330 pounds. I lost weight. My A1C went down, all the thing. And, and, but more importantly, I built a, well, not I, God built a family around me. And um, we created so many different things for 
like we created with the VA where veterans could come for three or six months who were at home with PTSD and, you know, needed somewhere to come. So it, 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 it was those two years when I actually was, it was just a, a, a change of scenery, a blessing, a brotherhood. And then I did a video. It, it was called Danny, Meet Danny Fleury, Tampa YMCA. And that video went viral. And oh, so, wow. wow. So, but to, from the blessing piece, that's God once again. Right. I'm going to move some stuff for you. I didn't know something was going to go, but it went viral. Right, so, right, right. So my point is um, I just have to keep following him and listen to him. Show me a sign, Lord. When they asked me to do it, I said, well, let me go do it. Another a whole okay. other piece, but... Anyway. So Danny, and, and what what do you have coming up? Because we uh, we we uh, have a short period of time here. Okay. I want to make sure we talk about the legacy piece. Yeah. Uh, but what do you have coming up on April the sixth? Uh, yeah. Um, the YMCA's have what they call NATO, uh -huh. um, which is a national organization. You know, it's a major conference for the Y where all executives come and um, yeah. managers for it's a philanthropy uh -huh. uh, conference. So I'll be doing servant leadership. I, um, you know, be, be active as a uh, as a member of the Y to 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 host and support um, the people that are coming into our Tampa Bay area. The Y members coming into our Tampa Bay area, and I'm excited because I've met through that video process. I've met people from Africa, from different places, and throughout the U.S. And hopefully, I'll get to uh, shake their hand and and meet them. That's a wonderful thing. That's mm -hmm. a wonderful thing, Danny. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah. So the uh, last part I want to cover with you, and I want to make sure we talk about this, has to do with your legacy. So can you yeah. talk to the people about uh, about this this uh, latest uh, blessing that God has bestowed upon you? Yeah, you know, it's like um, watching a story. And um, my my dad, like I said to you early in the show, my dad, Big Dan Fleury, we call him. He would all he would talk about carrying a seed, and somewhere along the line, and as I birthed the legacy, um, that came to me. You know, you carrying honor, Danny. So the whole piece of the of the of the uh, being an elected official, I can put honorable next to my name. I mean, you know. I, because the governor Rick Scott is the one that right signed that document. All the different things that I did, but in, in reality, it was it's for this next piece. You know, um, we talked about Joseph saying when he told his when he was getting old, he said, "When you leave this place, take my bones with you." So all of this was set up for me. Now that I we got the military, I mean the VA and all of that. Is set up to. Um, um, I'm working on now getting an honorable them upgrading that discharge to an honorable discharge. And the glory in that is is that the Department of Army it takes like two years. So I'm doing two things: being of service because I'm asking them. I have a sh close and shut case, so it really shouldn't take two years. You know, right. you re revisit that, maybe make a lane for people who cases are not as severe. So I got my congressman working on that. But for me, um, I got honorable from the governor of Florida, but I, I want my honorable discharge 
And I also want to get buried in, in Arlington Cemetery. And, and you can be buried in Arlington Cemetery if you cremate. So I, I told my kids, I said, you can go see, because I got family all over the kids all you know, different places. I said, you can go see Abraham. Mm-hmm. You can see Martin. <laughs> you can go see JFK. And then you come see me. And the purpose of that, Regina, think of it as like my little cremation spot in Arlington, I'm inviting all my ancestors to come to a place of honor. Right. And the end of the story, man, that's the legacy that you leave. You know, I I can leave a lot of other different things, but the legacy. The legacy. um, I just want to, two things. I I know we got, we're short on time, but I really want to say, shout out to my mother. I talked, you know, for years I talked about my father because it's the seed. But my mother, Teresa Fleary, you know, she was the first, she was a Wall Street banker. So she was the first one to hit me mentally. And and, and in New York, we lived in a, a railroad apartment. And I got, you know, I was the, you know, black sheep. I got in trouble in school and I came home. So my mother says, wait till your dad gets home. I'm going to tell him. So, you know, you go play about 11 o'clock that night, it hits you. Man, he's coming home. Remember, tunnel construction working, right? So he comes home. Key goes in the door. He goes to the front of the house where they bury him. He walks back through, through the house. He goes to the bathroom. I said, oh, Lord. So he comes to the refrigerator, opens up, shuts it, shuts the light, and goes back through the house to back to his bedroom. So about three hours, I couldn't sleep. The next one, I get up. Get dressed, go to school. Come home that night, that afternoon. And my mother was waiting for me. What? Next time I tell him. (laughs) 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 She made me. She beat me. She made me. Right. A long time, which was was worse than a beat. You lost sleep and everything. and, 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 And the key to that is when I was a chairman, I became chairman of the district. And we had to, I had to, I, I could appoint a vice chair. And I could hear my mother in my head saying, you better appoint the first African-American female to that post. And I was able to do that, man. And uh, God bless Teresa Ann Flair. Good deal, good deal. Good deal, Danny. I really do appreciate you being with us today. Like I said, I know there's so much more to you, Danny. Uh, you are doing some great things uh, in the kingdom uh, of God, and you are definitely living out your purpose. Like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, legacy is not just about money. Leaving a legacy is not just about money or property. It's also, uh, you can also leave a, leave a legacy of service, and, and I think that that is very, very important. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, Danny. <laughs> Before you get out of here, before we let Danny go, I have a segment on the show that I do, Danny, called You Know Your Old Win. And, you know, uh, I didn't get a chance to do it in the uh, in the uh, second episode. But I want to make sure that I do this because I'm asking people to please submit your You Know Your Old Win incident. So I, I got two of them I want to share. One of them uh, was shared with me by a good friend. Uh, I don't know if she wanted me to give her name, but Danny, you understand this. You know you old 
when you're asking for petroleum jelly instead of Vaseline. You know, back in the day, we didn't know about Vaseline, Danny. Uh, no. We had petroleum jelly for everything. You put it, you it was your moisturizer. It, it was your skin softener. It, it was your uh, makeup remover. Uh, uh, everything. You know, I can remember, I can still see my mom taking a glob of that 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 grease, because we used to call it grease, taking a gob of that grease and putting water with it and <laughs> lotion in my legs, my arms. We were some shiny people. You know you old when you can remember back that far. Uh, That's right. And another one I just want to share briefly, and this happened to this happened to someone, but as I was going, well, as they were going to church on Sunday morning, walk out getting ready to get into to, uh, my automobile and I have, you know, the, the keyless lock, you know, I, you know, you just pull the handle if you got the keys nearby. So, you know, I pull the handle on my car and the car didn't open. Right. Yeah. So me being the way I am, you know, I know this is my car. You know, that's when you get old, when you when you want to put up with the facts, you know, you want to argue the facts, Danny, like being tech savvy. So I go and I go for the uh, back door. It mm. it didn't open. So I said, well, let me hit the, the un, you know, on my key. Let me hit the little unlock. And I hit the unlock and I heard, but it wasn't coming from that car. You know, <laughs> no, you old. You can't even find your car. You know, and you're trying to get into a car that's not yours. The yeah. thought that I was at the wrong car never even occurred to me. All right, yeah. I just simply, I just simply insisted that you would be my car. So you know, um, I, I, it was me. Uh, uh, that that that's my. That's one of my favorite, and this is not the first time that's happened either. Uh, that's one of my favorite, you know you old. So if you have some, please, please, please send them in to me um, uh, at pwppodcast at ccmedia.network. Uh, please send me your you know you old. I really do appreciate y'all supporting uh, the podcast. Please make sure you subscribe and like uh, and I'm going to end the show like I always do, Danny. My favorite saying, if you're not dead, God's not done. Have a good day, everyone.